Welcome back to the All in the Homeschool Day podcast, where we discuss all aspects of homeschooling so that you feel equipped and ready to homeschool with confidence and joy. In today's episode, I'm going to be answering a question that you probably have heard other homeschool parents ask each other. So what curriculum do you use? And why do you use that? It's one of those questions that inevitably comes up. So today I want to tell you nine reasons why we use the Charlotte Mason philosophy. I want to start by saying that I am not a Charlotte Mason purist by any means, but I do feel like we have embraced one of the tenets of her philosophies, which is to be a student of our children and to be a student of our profession of other educational philosophies and to implement the best aspects of all of them. And so I talk a lot on the podcast and on the blog about the importance of recognizing what makes your homeschool unique and about knowing what your children need and what your family needs and creating that homeschool environment and experience that is just right for your family. So the reasons that I'm going to share with you why we like the Charlotte Mason philosophy are going to be very personalized to my family. They are why I love this philosophy of education. But I'm going to say right now, we are not a purist. I've talked about this briefly before in a previous episode. But we employ the, um, the major aspects of her philosophy in a way that works for us. And that is one aspect that I really like about the Charlotte Mason philosophy is that we can create that customized education. I can meet the needs of both of my children in a very different way. I have two very different learners. One is a struggling learner and the other is a gifted learner. So for one, learning is hard. It's just the mechanics of learning is hard. And so we have to work a lot more on the foundational skills while still managing to provide the beauty and the life and uh, help her to enjoy it. My other learner learns very easily and things Actually, things come so easily to her that when she encounters a challenging subject, we have to work through how she can overcome that challenge and do her best effort because she's having to work a lot harder than normal. So I can provide what each of my daughters needs in a way that helps them make progress and helps them to learn the way that they learn best. So that's one of the reasons that I particularly like the Charlotte Mason philosophy. A second is that she believed children are born persons. So they are able to connect with the world around them from the day that they're born. I'm sure you have watched a young child observing a new object. I remember the day that my, uh, when my daughter was a baby, she was sitting in a high chair at my mother-in-law's house and to occupy her while we were getting breakfast ready, we had handed her an orange and she 
turned that orange around in her hands and she felt the texture. She could smell the citrusy aroma coming off of it. She could see the vibrant color. She was experiencing the world around her. They are capable of investigating, learning, and forming their own opinions from a young age. No, they're not going to be as deep and complex as an adult, but that will mature and improve over time as they gain proficiency and as they uh, their brains mature, as they have more experiences and they can relate those experiences to one another. Charlotte Mason wanted us to provide them with a positive and rich learning environment and to provide them the materials that they would need, but then to get out of their way and let them connect with the world and watch how they connect with it. There are so many times that I have learned so much just by watching my children interact with the world. They looked at the details that I never stopped to consider. They brought up points and ideas from books that we were reading that I never stopped to consider. So that has been really beneficial for all of us in our homeschool. And I love that she wants us to provide a feast for our children, a broad and generous education. She referred to that as a liberal education, that broad a wide-reaching education where we learn about more than just the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic. We cover a wide variety of subjects in our homeschool in any given week. We've learned everything from geography to composer study and artist study. We've listened to poetry and Shakespeare. We have had so many opportunities to learn from great thinkers and artists of the past to help shape their life and their character. That's one of the hallmarks of a classical education. Uh, If we go back to what um, the Greeks and the Romans were trying to accomplish in their education, Karen Glass talks about this in Consider This, about what is the classical education. And the classical educators wanted to raise up men of character. And I say men because back then, that is who primarily had the education was the men. So they wanted to use what the students were learning to shape their characters. They could become men of virtue. We have an opportunity in our Charlotte Mason homeschool to improve my children's character. We can work on their habits and help them develop those good habits. We can help them to connect with God through his word and through his creation. We can use our conversations and their narration times to discuss what they're reading and how they can apply that to their life to help them develop their character. Along those lines, I love that my children learn how to think as they are narrating what they have read and what they have learned, maybe what they've experienced on our nature walk. They have an opportunity to analyze what they've read, to apply that to other aspects that they have learned in the past and to their life now, and they can form their own opinions. They can Uh, learn how to synthesize all of this information from different sources, different subjects in order to support their opinions and their views. 
there have been many times that we would be having a conversation about um, their current lesson, let's say a history lesson, and they bring in something that they had learned from our composer study, or they'll bring in something that they had read from one of their free time reading books. It has been really amazing to watch their progress and watch how they have changed their opinions. There have been several key concepts, key ideas that honestly, all of us have changed our opinions as we've learned more, as we've read about issues from multiple sides of learning how to do what Charlotte Mason did so well. She was able to read the works of prominent educators and prominent authors of her time and of um, the classics the time before her, and she could pull out the best of those pieces and form opinions that were supported by fact and by reason that people have thought through in the past. So we have been able to learn how to do that as we use narration and as we uh, discuss the ideas that my children are learning. I love that my children can learn in a developmentally appropriate way. Charlotte Mason's methods are not based on meeting any standard that someone sets out. Children need to do X, Y, and Z. She actually looked at what they were capable of, what they were developmentally ready for. And for example, when we use narration in our homeschool, we start out with oral narrations and just asking them, I ask my children what they've learned. And as they gain proficiency with that, I ask them to then find the main ideas. What did the author really want you to take away from this passage? What do you think her point was in writing this book, even for a picture book? Then as they progress through acquiring that skill, we can implement written narration, which helps them to then be able to work on those essays and to be able to communicate their thoughts to others. So we are able to help our children move from not having that skill, not being developmentally ready to do something complex like write an essay. We can help them progress through the stages of learning in a way that meets their needs. I also, I have to be honest, we love books around here. I have been a bookworm for as long as I can remember. So when we were researching the style of homeschool philosophy that we wanted to employ in our own homeschool, I gravitated towards the three that focused on books. Charlotte Mason, the current classical, and Thomas Jefferson education, because all three have a heavy emphasis on quality living books. And so I that's just one of those reasons that I love the Charlotte Mason education. So we get to learn by reading really great books. And my children form relationships through these experiences as they go out and explore nature, as they read about books from the past, as they take field trips and experiment they, with real objects. They are able to physically manipulate what they're doing. They are able to have a 
deeper understanding of the world and of how it works. So Charlotte Mason was very much advocated allowing children to have these hands-on experiences. And she said they will use them as long as they need to. And when they no longer need them, they will be able to move into that abstract thought. And I have seen that take place for both of my children. Finally, the Charlotte Mason philosophy aligns with our Christian worldview. As I read her uh, original works, the original homeschooling series, I can see how her Christian faith heavily influenced her understanding and view of education. And I appreciate that um, I can provide an education for my children in a way that glorifies God and allows us to appreciate his creation, but it's not overtly a Christian education. I do not choose books that are only written from a specific Christian worldview. We use a wide range of books because I want my children to see the issue from multiple sides, from multiple angles. And Charlotte Mason would uh, tell us to do this to help our children to learn to discern those wise voices to listen for, help them learn to be able to see the issue from multiple sides, but do it in a developmentally appropriate way. That did mean that when they were younger, I was much more careful about the books that we read and helping them to get that first experience with a Christian worldview. And as they've matured, then I've been able to broaden that a little bit to help them see other perspectives. But with that said, you do not have to be a religious family to use the Charlotte Mason philosophy. I personally know multiple families who are either non-religious or they are families of other faiths, and they implement her philosophy in their homeschool too. So I encourage you, regardless of your religious position, to consider using this philosophy. If you want to learn more about the Charlotte Mason philosophy, I'll link in the show notes to a post where I talk all about what the Charlotte Mason philosophy is, exactly what it looks like. You can find a link to a post about what a day in our home, in our Charlotte Mason homeschool is like. I also have a video on the post that is actually a recording from a workshop that I gave at a homeschool convention talking about five of these principles in more detail and how they have really impacted our homeschool, some specific practical steps that you can take to implement these five principles in your homeschool. So you can watch that video on the website. And if you were uh, interested in getting started with the Charlotte Mason education, I have a section on the post that talks about how you can learn more about this philosophy and get started. One of the questions I have had parents ask me throughout the years, is there a Cliff Notes version about the Charlotte Mason philosophy? Is there like a primer that can just help me get started? Because, okay, I've looked at her volumes. I can't read all of those and start the Charlotte Mason start implementing the Charlotte Mason philosophy in my homeschool because that's going to take me years to read. Yes, there is. There are three great books. They are all three very short reads. You could read them all three in a weekend if you had time to read. You can read them in short snippets, like a chapter a day, and be able to understand the primary principles of the Charlotte Mason education and how you can implement those in your life. I have all three of those linked on the website and you can um, find those there. 
you might be saying to yourself, what about other philosophies of education? Are there other philosophies that maybe I should consider too? You know, you mentioned a couple of others that you were considering. And yes, there are. There are a number of homeschool philosophies that you could use. There is not a right or wrong answer to which one that you use because your homeschool is unique. The right homeschool philosophy for your family is the one that meets your needs, the one that helps you to achieve your homeschool mission. So if you have not written your homeschool mission statement yet, I would encourage you to do that first. Know what your goals are. What do you want to achieve through your homeschool experience? And then take a look at the homeschool philosophies that are available and decide which one helps you to meet your homeschool goals. And I will leave a link to a post where I detailed out all of the homeschool philosophy, the major homeschool philosophies. I gave you what it is, the strengths, the weaknesses, and resources that you can use to get started with each of those philosophies. So I will leave a link in the show notes to that post as well if you want to check out some other philosophies too. I pray that as you go through the upcoming homeschool week, that you are able to homeschool with confidence and joy. Until next time, have a triumphant day.